0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, WrestleBuzz proudly brings to you the Wrestling Journal podcast. I am your stand-in host, NJ3. Let me talk to you boys. Tommy, bad news. Good morning.
1: Good morning, boys. What's going on?
0: Not too much. Nick, good morning to you, my friend. The guns are out and the sun is out. Tell us
2: about uh, the, it. The, the sun's definitely out. The guns, not so much. Hey, man.
0: <laughs> Listen, a, a, filter, a filter does does wonders. And you must have a good filter on because those the, those the, guns are looking bigger.
2: There's, there's a lot of people out there who make a lot of money with filters, my friends, but it's not, nice. I'm not one Perfect. of them. <laughs> oh, all
0: right. Um, we are missing a voice this week, if you guys are wondering. Our very own Joseph, Joey, Joe Bob, Dada. Zelensky. Popo Gijo, Zelensky. And sometimes Santa Claus. Uh, he has a cold. And unfortunately, his vocals are not up to par with his standard for the show. So in his place, the boys are going to take over. Um, this is episode 56 of the Wrestling Journal podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz. Um, hey, social medias, right? They're out there. You know it. We got them. Twitter, at WrestleBuzz with three Zs. On Instagram, at WrestleBuzz. On TikTok, at Russell Buzz. Um I mean, where do you make me laugh?
2: Yeah, the TikTok <laughs> one. You know what? To be
0: honest, I love that Joey's very hip. You know what I mean? He's very hip it's, with it's the kids. A, oh, is he it's,
2: it's hip as Tommy, is
0: he doing the dance moves? Is he doing the stuff? Might be. You know what? Wanna, You're right. I, I want to see the, the Zelensky shuffle soon. Ooh, hey. Just like the Truffle Shuffle. Um <laughs> Listen, w- where where are you gonna find us, right? You gotta you gotta find us somewhere. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on uh, Stitcher, um, Amazon. I mean, we're no everywhere. We're it's everywhere. great. It's great. <laughs> Just Google it. We're going to come up. If you got a smart speaker, Hey Alexa, play the latest episode of the wrestling journal podcast and boom, it's going to do it right there for you. What better way to get, get through your day than with the boys. Um, and obviously, you know, what helps us out is if you leave a review on Apple on Apple podcasts, um, five stars, right? That's all we, that's all we're about. We want to give you the best, give us the best. Look out for your. Booze. We love five stars. Um, we do love five stars. You know what is five star, Nick? Let me tell you, is nerd focus because I woke up this morning with zero energy, zero pump, zero anything. I don't know what was wrong with me. I must have woke up on Joey's side of the bed today. But uh thank God, I have my nerd focus. You need some tissues? I, <laughs> I, I mean, listen. After the show, I might need some tissues. Um, I got my nerd focus. I mean, it is my thing. It's my energy, and you have yours. And Tommy, I'm sure. You've had yours because you are a prompt man. Oh, oh, Always. Yeah. And, and he puts it puts it right in his Yankee cup, as it should be. Um, guys, obviously, you know, we tell you guys this every week. Nerd focus is something different, right? It's it's an energy drink that gives you the thanks, right? It's it's, it's hard to get through your weeks, it's hard to get through the days. You need a think drink. You also need a little energy, but you also want to be careful what you put in your body, right? At the end of the day, Red Bull got a lot of sugar. Monsters, yeah, I've had better. Nerd Focus, that's what you need. Um, it has everything you need and more. So, listen, help us out as we try to help you guys out. Drink Nerfocus with us, and if you go to our if you go to our um, our Twitter bio, it's there. If you're on Facebook, it's there. We're always showing. And the way we kind of look out for our people is that there's always a code ND20 at checkout, 20% off. Now. I know we're in a very crypto age, right? I know Tommy's out there buying crypto left and right. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. Taking a little bit of a bath. But what's really cool, what Nerd Focus is doing this week, is if you use the code COIN20, I believe it is, at checkout, you'll still get that same 20% off, but you'll also be put into a raffle to win 500 Doji coins. So wow. if you like Doji Coins, some of us really do. Coin, I think it's Coin20 or just maybe Coin. Um, Let me just triple check because I don't want to give out fake information. But in the meantime, obviously, um, if you order two or more, you get free shipping. It is actually just coin. I apologize. Just coin at checkout and you get 20% off and you're in the raffle for 500 Doge coins, which could be worth money. We like our money, right?
2: Mm-hmm. You see bad news's portfolio? He's going to the moon. He's he's the Cameron Grimes of the Wrestling Journal podcast. Uh, he is <laughs> at the moon. Don't put
1: me with Cameron Grimes.
2: No, never.
0: Uh, he is at the moon. But uh boy, speaking of money, we got a we had a question of the week from our mm-hmm. very own Joe Money. Joe Money,
2: what's your it question? Is. Here
1: comes the money. Here we go. Money talk Here comes the money.
2: You know what time it is. It's time for the best 60 seconds in podcasting this week. It's time for Joe Money's question. And that question is, does wrestling need more blood? After uh, that blood and guts match uh, for AEW, should there be more blood in wrestling? What do you guys think? I can't wait to hear it. Really enjoyed your uh, answers from last week's podcast. Bye, guys. All
0: right. Another good question. Another one to think about and talk about. Um, Nick, I'll start with you, man, because I know you're, you're a very physical guy right there with your cutoff shirt, right? And first of all, actually,
2: as, as the host of the show today, this is a throwback day for you. I want you to go first, pal. You want me to lead, go first? Lead the way. Lead Buddy, the I mean, I do, I do a lot of talking, <laughs> but
0: I'm happy to keep talking. That's how I make my money. Um, you know, would there would it be better to have blood back in wrestling, right? Pretty much that's kind of what I kind of took away from it. You know, I I think that as long as you do it when it's called for, as long as it helps enhance a match, enhance a moment, enhance a feud, push further what you're trying to accomplish, then I say absolutely, right? I think if you're just cutting people to cut people for no reason, it makes no sense. Right? Like this week on Dynamite when Anthony Agogo um took on um oh god uh uh, billy gunn's son
2: austin gunn i'm sorry when he took on austin gunn he was bleeding so the nerve focus came in by the way bring that that? back the nerve focus brought that brought that back because you actually did i took a sip (laughs) of it which was good
0: um and he was bleeding from his mouth right and then like that could have been accidental obviously i don't want to you know we'll we'll get into that a little bit more but he just started wiping the blood on on a go-go and it just It felt dirty. felt weird. It didn't help me at all. didn't push it along with me. But for me, I'm all about the storylines. I'm all about trying to push forward something. If it calls for it, if it helps make the match, that hardcore type match, more and gets us more out of it, I'm in for it. So use it sparingly. Don't use it as just a gimmick. Use it when it's needed. That's always my input, Joe. Um, Dami, he's he's your best bud. He's your Mm -hmm. brother from another mother. What do you got for Joe? and the listeners
1: absolutely like what you said do it when it's called for like like you said if it's like a one-off thing and there's no story behind it and they do it it's kind of dumb but like i thought the perfect (laughs) part for blood for wwe even though you know they try to stay away from as much as they can but i thought the perfect match would have been a few like a month or so ago when he had adam cole versus kyle o'reilly the blood feud those guys had you know going back and forth with you know this and that the history they had behind each other and cold is going nuts and like the whole they had the police involved and all they had them arrested kind of thing. And you know, I thought that match, I mean, I'm not saying they had to go, you know, death match type blood, but you know, someone get busted open type of thing. That right there would have been a perfect place for a blood to show up in a match. So like I said, do it when it's necessary, not it doesn't have to be all the time and everything, but right there, that that's I think the perfect part for uh blood to show up in a, in a match. Tommy, that, what, a, what a way to tie it back to
0: a recent match that we just took place. And you couldn't be more right. I mean, of a blood feud that took place, that was a blood feud. Mm-hmm. And what a better way to enhance that match that was already a five-star match, in my opinion. Oh,
2: yeah, and absolutely. add a little blood
0: on the face. Oh, my God. To see Adam Cole with his long hair and just blood yeah. dripping from his face from that battle. And then even, even O'Reilly, phew, that would have took it off to monumental status. And it was almost mm-hmm. there itself. So yeah.
1: I, I thought it was going to get there, absolutely. All right.
0: Our own, our very own hardcore man over there, the hardcore legend, Nikki noodles, With those, you know, tell us about What, do you, Nick? About <laughs> Nick? what um, do you think about blood? Cactus Nick.
2: You think about it? I, I, I do enjoy when there's a good, good little bloodbath in certain, certain instances, but like anything else, right? The timing is everything when it's, when it's done in the right time and it's done in the, in the right moment, it can be huge. It can elevate stars to a whole nother level. Um, but it all depends sometimes it has to go with the character as well right or it could when you got a character that's kind of irrelevant it could it could launch them into the stratosphere at the same time um but in recent memory some of the biggest blood instances has, has kind of really become came accidentally and took people to a higher level right so i think it, it's a kind of a gray area for me right because like a lot of times when we see blood they just do it for no real reason at all right but the instances where it's been an accident has really been like the cooler moments because it's look look what it did for Becky Lynch, look what it's done for Britt Baker, right? They both got their nose broken, right? That's real. That wasn't fake. There was nothing fake about that. And I think when it's done real, like by accident, I think people appreciate it more for what their people really putting their bodies on the line, really per se. So I mean, I'm a big fan of the blood because, like I like you know, we all talked about it, we it can really enhance matches and really enhance characters. So when it's done properly, you know, it, it could really, really do the thing. So I enjoy it and I hope that we see more of it, but not over an abundance of it because you don't want to water down.
0: Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Well said and, and great callbacks to two obviously fantastic moments that literally are like, those images are burned into my mind and they're iconic. The two iconic, of them. Yeah. And it's fantastic. I mean, it's also an image of of Stone Cold in the sharpshooter. And, oh, that, you know, that, that was, yeah. his face I think it was King of the Ring, Tommy, if I'm not mistaken, keep me honest. Oh,
1: that was WrestleMania.
0: WrestleMania. I'm so sorry. See, yeah. um, my, yeah. you know, I I just started sipping my nerd focus. It's 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 coming back to me a little bit. Um, but I I couldn't agree with you more, Nick. I mean, great tiebacks, great callbacks to those
2: moments. And where would Becky be? Where would Becky have been if Nia didn't break her nose? Exactly, it definitely yeah. pushed her. I mean, all not the saying top. not saying she wouldn't have been huge, but like that made the whole man gimmick mm-hmm. blown up like like there was no tomorrow, and it was it was right. amazing.
0: Because when I do mean, when I do women uh, superstars bleed like that? You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Yep. When do they bleed like that?
2: Britt Baker's character, like that fits her because she's, she's just a beast. You know what I mean? So like for her to happen to someone like her who really can personify the whole blood situation can just take it to a whole extra, extra level.
0: I couldn't agree more. Well said boys, Joe, we love the questions. Thank you for that one. It was fantastic. As always, you keep hitting us with the hard ones and we're going to keep, um, you know, we're going to keep swinging for the fences for him. So hope you enjoyed it and cannot wait to hear what you have for us next week. Um, Hey, another sponsor of ours, right? We got we got a couple of them now. It's it's so nice. Paper Champion. Now, listen, the season is, you can't sign up anymore, right? Joey says it every week. Fine. But you can still kind of follow along with it and, and just keep listening to us and we'll keep you posted on when the next season will start. Nick, we want you in there, man. We know you would take over the standings. That's what you do. You show up <laughs> and you take over. Mr. Fantasy? <laughs> you are Mr. Fantasy. So we need you there next year. But... For Tommy, myself, and Joey, we are frequent participants. I believe it's season five, if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm-hmm. So, listen, it's it's been a good season so far. The website is up; it is fantastic. I mean, the stuff that the stuff that this uh, Eric is doing for this is top notch. The guy puts everything into it. His video reviews are hysterical and fantastic. Yeah, this guy's got Cornish jumping out of the screen <laughs> every time he goes on there. Uh, his dedication to making this better, listening to everyone, it just it's just nice because as wrestling fans it gives us something else to like really kind of tune into when the show maybe not be up to our par. You can kind of see what's going on with, with your fantasy person or, or now faction, which is even better how we've evolved um, this week alone. I got 45 points and you know what? I'm in third place in the whole standings. I am 10 behind second place and I am 25 behind first place. So I'm right there. Um, the wrestle buzzers. What
2: place is Alinsky in? What place is yeah, actually in?
0: Let's see. So if that's first, second, third. I want to get on him. He better six, be studying six, when he's got the cold. Eight, nine, <laughs> 10, 11. No, I just passed him. Wait, You leaped him? Uh, I just leaped him. One, two, three, four, five, six. He's in seventh place. That's not bad. That's not bad. And I got, he actually I got he actually... money
2: on ba- bad news with a tremendous comeback down, down oh, the Oh, he will
0: here. be. He will be. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, the one guy to come back, and
1: hopefully that'll do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Joey put up 55 points this week. So, you know, That's for has got who This guy's got a cold. who's taking a little, uh, Robitussin. Well done, Joey. Well done. But no, I'm, I'm rooting for Tommy. That's my guy right there. He's, he's a marathon man. He's not a sprinter, right? He won't be, he won't, he won't get you in that first mile, but he will get you when it's time to cross the finish line. So. The season don't end in May,
2: champion. right boys. The season <laughs> does not end in
0: May and he does paper champions. So it is fun. We'll give you updates, keep listening. And we'd love to have you a part of it for the future. You can play with us. You know, and like I said, we're going to get Nick on there one day. Um, I'll be there. Before we get into backlash, Tommy, we have some mm-hmm. bad news. Um, a lot of bad news. What do you got for us today?
1: I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Uh, First off, coming out of back, excuse me, WrestleMania backlash.
2: Oh, that's
0: right.
1: I'm mid- oh, sorry. And missed, took on Damian Priest, and it turned out he got – he tore his ACL in the match during one part. I think Joey said when Damian hit him with the spinning heel, whatever the hell, he hit him in the knee by accident, and that tore, out, tore his ACL. So he's out for about seven to nine months, which really wow. sucks because, I mean, it's crazy to think. That's like his first big injury he's had, and he's been wrestling almost 20 years. So that's pretty nuts, and it sucks for him. The guy's one of the best characters on TV. And just, you know, sucks. And the also bad news we've had this week, we had some more releases, but this time down at NXT, which is very surprising. And the big name to come out of it, on well, Mr. Velveteen Dream, who we have not seen on TV for quite a long time because, you know, all the crazy shit he was, you know, possibly doing or was doing. I mean, who knows at this point, but I think the last time we saw him was in December, I think, or wherever it was. So we were just wondering... Where he's been, and I guess they just cut you ties. got that
2: answer. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. We got an answer. <laughs> and they also cut ties with a couple other people that are surprising. um, let's see. Yeah, a couple of referees Drake Watts, Rots, whatever his name is, Jake uh, Jake Clemens, and a couple of wrestlers. This one was very surprising. Alexander Wolf, even though he got kicked yeah, out. Yeah, Imperium. Him, yeah, that was surprising.
0: Imperium was um, a great group. Yeah. I mean, they still are a great group.
1: Vanessa Bourne.
0: Yeah, she's talented, uh, but I guess yeah. maybe Ezra there's Judge. a lot of women uh, down there.
1: Yeah, Ezra Judge, who I really, whatever, not familiar. Uh, yeah, Kavita Devi. Um, oh I yeah, she was in
0: that. She was in the, the Mayon Classic. Yeah, she was. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, I want to say from India, if I'm not mistaken, she was a she was she was she was a presence in the ring. So okay. maybe that maybe she just has a little, you know, she has a little bit more seasoning too, because a lot of these women then that are down there, Tommy, I mean, Nick, you guys know they are of the upper echelon that they can oh, go right. on any yeah. show and main event mm-hmm. shows. That's the kind of women that we got down at NXT. So that's
2: it's very, very tough competition, very stiff competition down there at NXT. Yeah. And this one, the
1: last one, which is very surprising, Skylar's story, which we were all <sighs> of. We thought she could have been like the next great. NXT women's wrestler down there, but I mean, I guess, like you said, they have so many women down there. I guess they didn't have room for her, and it just sucks, man, because she, I mean, her biggest claim of fame, unfortunately, is going to be one of the girls in the hot tub with Damien Priest. Everyone. And, and yeah.
0: that moment is infamous for me. Infamous. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Nick
0: actually printed so, yeah. out that picture. It's in his room. It's great. <laughs> the, the Damian I just, Priest hot awesome tub celebration.
2: Put, I, I just put my face on, on Damien Priest's, that's all. <laughs> As you should. As you should.
1: <laughs>
0: Um, I mean, listen, it's, it sucks when, when you hear releases, you don't want people losing their jobs, right? We we know that we, we talk wrestling every week and we we love it because it's something that we grew up with and it kind of keeps us together, but on the opposite side, it is a job for people. It's a company that needs to be run and there's a bottom line for everything. And unfortunately um, there are, there are casualties and it just sucks when, you know, you hear this kind of news. You don't want people to lose their jobs and lose their money. You know, know. They, people have families and lives they need to, you know, provide for. We do, right? Joe doesn't pay the three of us enough. That's why we're here, and he's not. So there goes that. You know, you have, you have poor Nick here wrapping Christmas presents in in May because his paychecks from Joe don't come until months later. So he's still he's rapid very far behind. He's from, very easy from this past December. He's very, very TNA
2: like. It's not oh, yeah, yeah. TNA. Very <laughs> TNA like.
0: Very old school TNA. <laughs> not old school. I love old school. The middle. The middle part. Yeah, um, the middle
2: period was tough. The yeah, Dixie, Dixie Carter era. Dixie, Dixie Carter era.
0: But like great teams, boys, we love our sports. Great teams are our casualties. Everyone can't be on the main, in the main squad. So listen, we hope that these girls and and, and guys go out there and be able to kind of hopefully find work again. And maybe we can kind of see them in the future. You know, the world is starting to open up again and you know, we're going to, we're going to have fans, which means we're gonna have revenue, which means we can have the ability. Well, they can have the ability to hopefully afford bringing them back. So anyway, at the end of the day, right? Day, right it,
2: it's never. it's it's definitely the best time if you're going to get releases now, right? There's more opportunities, you know. And sometimes, yeah, I know it, it sucks to lose your job, but if there's opportunities out there, you can at least better yourself and have a better chance of succeeding. No one wants to just sit around and not have anything to do, you know what I mean? Okay. So you don't want to you want to be used effectively, right? So what better way is to you know sometimes have an opportunity to better ventures? At least they're doing that now and not just burying people. You know, just giving them giving them a paycheck. And some of them don't make that much money, especially the ones that aren't established. Some so of the like NXT people can actually be a blessing in disguise. You, you know, Joey
0: makes more than some of the NXT people down there. A couple a couple. I mean, from from what the report said, right, we haven't seen anyone's paycheck. But from the report said some of these some of these NXT guys that are and, and gals that aren't like on their on the main ones that we're talking about, like the Adam Coles. Joey makes more than that so
2: joey joey's earned every penny he's got so
0: i tell you when you when you got a wife that's bringing home the money and you get just to be a stay-at-home papa no i'm just kidding (laughs) um we love you joey get better oh we got to take shots when someone you're not here that's how we do it here on on, uh, the podcast but uh boys wrestlemania backlash fallout now we had wrestlemania it was a good show we we spoke about it now we have wrestlemania backlash Pretty Clever, right? The word WrestleMania is synonymous with big events and big moments. So, what better way to have the next pay per view have the word WrestleMania in front of it? Very clever. Um, yeah, so I guess I ask you, Tommy, we don't mm-hmm. have to go through the whole show. Was there a match, a moment that stuck out to you that you loved that you were happy about? Um, and what did you think about the show as an overall? What would you give it a grade?
1: Wait, don't oh no. use your melter, don't use the melter scale because yeah, that yeah. one is way <laughs> off, <Yeah. laughs> please. I mean, out of ten, I'd give it maybe like a six or seven. I mean, okay, so 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 above average, solid show, but not top notch. That's fair. That's fair. And the match that stood out for me was definitely the main event. I mean, Reigns and Cesaro. I mean, you can't go wrong with that match. I mean, every I was everything I was hoping it would be. I mean, it had everything. I mean, looked like Cesaro was going to get out of the guillotine a couple times, which was pretty cool. But you know, the Tribal Chief is just so good right now. No one's touching that guy. But now, overall, match was awesome, and I mean. Like you said, it's, it's WrestleMania backlash or whatever, but no, nah, for that kind of event, I thought it was decent enough. I mean, and you know, they're probably we're probably going to talk about the whole zombie thing, you know? We'll we'll it hit on that. Yeah. Because I know we had that
0: bad news segment. We got, we got to talk about that for sure. But I mean, listen, I'll definitely echo your sentiment that main event match. I mean, we say it every week, you know, we don't want to waste too much time on it. Roman Reigns is doing something that we haven't seen done in a long time. He is dominating okay. everything. Anytime he walks on a screen, opens his mouth. Our eyes like open like wide like it's Christmas morning. The guy is just dynamite right now. And what Cesaro has done and that backing he's finally getting, huh? yeah. he looked like he belonged.
1: Yes, he oh did.
0: yeah, he did. Okay, let me try that again. He's always belonged. Yeah, he's finally, finally getting him the in, in a, to do it. right. Yeah. Exactly. I want to I want to correct myself because I I do like Cesaro and I love that. So Tommy, I agree with you. That was. Awesome. Top notch. Nick, I know Tommy took a really good one, but for you, you oh, know, yeah. there's, a, we had a bunch of matches that night. Did any of them stick out to you? You know, that was like I, your favorite, I think everything,
2: match? everything was, everything was pretty solid. To be honest, I thought it was a solid show. I mean, I, it's hard to say anything was really memorable um, outside, you know, because there was only one title chain, but shout out to Ray and Dominic, you know, father, son combo winning the tag titles. It's pretty special, man. To, You know, he grew up in the wrestling business, right? His father's an icon, a legend for, you know, for everything he's accomplished. And to see that come full circle, it's pretty special for them, and, and I I really enjoyed that aspect of it. But everything else was definitely a solid solid show, you know. And everything right. is expected, right? They're not going to be too many too many you know title changes this early and after Mania. So we got a ways to go for storylines to continue to build. No,
0: I'm with you, man. And 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 you're right. I thought it was a really solid show. If you had to give it a number, a number grade like Tommy did, he was around six seven. What are you giving Backlash?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with I'm right there with Tommy. Right there, solid seven. You know what I mean? Nothing out, outlandish, nothing horrible. You know, so I'm good.
0: All right, decent follow-up. And I, and listen, in sports, right, what what awesome way to celebrate than to be able to win a championship with your son. Now, yes, oh, God. wrestling is scripted. We know that. But to be able to be able to wrestle in, you know, raise a little bit past his prime, not by his look, just because he's just getting older, right, and father time is, is undefeated, as we always know that. But to be able to win a championship with your son coming up and and almost use it as like a passing of the torch eventually, that's a moment. I mean, LeBron is staying with oh. the Lakers to hopefully have Bronny get, you know, drafted i'm hoping julius randall's son plays on sunday because that kid <laughs> that kid's a stud he's like four but hey you never know um now all jokes aside i nick i'm with you man i think it's a really cool moment we knew it was kind of coming right we knew the inevitable yeah coming, that yeah those Guys are gonna win the belts but when it happens it still feels like a good payoff right because 100%. that's what we, we you know we never had that happen before in wrestling where we had a a, a father-son
2: champion like that so when we grew really up cool. with Ray, we, you know, Ray lighting oh, up from God. when we were little yeah. kids, and eventually, when we we all have ours, right? They're gonna be growing up with Dominic. So, it's, in a way, it's kind of it's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, and I and actually I even heard Joey right now is actually um, he's working on Matt technique with Olivia. She's very good <laughs> with rolling over. I heard she's very good. Like she does, she's very good with the whole. She doesn't want to get pinned, so she'll roll right over her belly, which is smart. That's how, that's you, that's how you stay away from getting <laughs> pinned. So, good job, Joey. Keep up. Um, I mean, I'm with you, boys. I'm thinking it was a solid. Follow up pay-per-view from WrestleMania. I you know what? I'm gonna go with the six and a half. And the reason why I didn't go with a solid seven is because that lumberjack match was fucking terrible. <laughs> um listen, we I understand WWE has sponsors, right? Sponsorship pays the bills, right? We have our sponsors. We have Nerd Focus, we have Paper Champion. Um, you know, we we try to promote and that's what we kind of do. But for Army of the Dead, right? The movie's gonna be good. Why? You know, you had Batista narrate the opening was actually really good. I thought it was actually a really cool narration. You can have funny moments, right? Like, I thought the funny moment with John Morrison opening up the locker room and having those guys there and then him telling the Miz and Miz not believing, that was funny, right? Who who are funny guys in, in WWE that we see almost weekly? R-Truth, Tozawa. Why not have a 24-7 segment in the back and have the zombies not win a championship, but just be there, just to get the shit out of one of them so one of them loses the title, why you know what I mean? You can run promos all night. You can run trailers all night. Zack Snyder did it. We're Zack Snyder fans. At, you know, here at the podcast, it's gonna be a good movie. Why did you need to incorporate the zombies into the match? Like, we talk about all the time where wrestling sometimes takes steps back. You know, you have the diehard fans like us that watch no matter how bad sometimes it could be, but you want the casual fans to come back. When I was actually at the gym this week and I was talking to one of my buddies who just, you know, casually throws on wrestling because if he, if he sees it, he's like, dude, what was the zombie thing? And I'm like, <laughs> I have no way to defend it. I There's not a word I can say that's going to defend it. I'm sorry. He's like, it was bad. I said, I agree. It wasn't good. That's for sure. It didn't help the match. The feud went on for a long time. That, you know, Bad Bunny, The Miz and Morrison. I wanted it to end here. It definitely is going to end because clearly The Miz, unfortunately, has to be home um, with his, with his injury. But I think it did absolutely nothing. And it's not going to make me want to go see Army of the Dead more because there was Lumberjack Zombies versus just giving me a promo to keep me aware of that it's coming soon. It's in theaters and it's going to be on Netflix soon. And Batista's in it. So that was definitely a, uh, you know, a poor spot for a overall. definitely a head scratcher. Yeah. Overall, I thought the show was good. I give it a six and a half. And uh, yeah, you know. Um, I guess sticking with the outside the ring stuff. We had the newest episode on A E, and Michaels, the Heartbreak Kid, Nick's least favorite wrestler. So I'm not going to go in for this segment because I don't want to <laughs> disparage the name of Shawn Michaels and the Heartbreak Kid. But Tommy, yeah, I know you. I know you respect history
2: and you're, and you're a history buff. I respect history. I respect what he's accomplished, but I'm just, just not. I'm, he was a, he was a shady bastard back in the day.
0: He was not a very nice man.
2: It was Dur- not during, a nice. during
1: a very weak era of wrestling.
0: Yeah. I might add. Okay. Tommy, t-
1: take, tell, tell me what you thought about the episode. I mean, as they've done with all these biographies, really good, you know, top-notch. They're really doing a good job with it. But, man, I mean, we all knew the stories about him, you know, being a dick behind the scenes and everything. But, man, I had no idea this story. When when Vince bought WCW back in 2001, I mean, obviously he was, like, semi-retired by then, or, you know, he was because his back was all screwed up. But I had no idea. He showed up to that event, and he was, like, fucking gone like he was so messed up on painkillers and everything and Vince told him was like get the hell out of here I don't want you here this is a big night for us blah 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 and he's all pissed off and he went and he went off he went off on Triple H and Triple H like went back out I mean that's his boy and I didn't realize they didn't talk for like two years after that I never wow. knew this. yeah that was freaking was wow. yeah that's insane I mean these guys I mean they were together for so long and for them not to talk for two years I mean then he finally you know Oh, good for him! He turned his life around, and everything. And he, obviously, he came back, and now he's down there at NXT stephen Triple H. But man, it just, it's just—it's really scary what can happen to a guy who's like top, top of his game, and the whole time he was messed up with drugs and everything, just crazy. But no, really good, really good episode.
2: Wish Paul would have knocked him out. <laughs> oh, I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> you know it's—it's
0: it's crazy up here, in like the dark stories, the stories behind the scenes of. You know, like Shawn Michaels and like when you think back of now, like older matches and you see like moments where he looked like angry and he didn't look mm-hmm. like he was there yeah. or present in the moment. Yeah. And you hear the these stories tie it back together. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I love history like that. Um, they're doing a great job with these documentary series. It is fantastic. But sticking with the docuseries, Dark Side of the Ring boys another another episode there's so much there's just so much stuff going yeah. on it's crazy to keep up with nick i mean you know you and tommy we were, we were talking about it before we kind of before we we're in the green room obviously over at um uh, you know wrestle studios um <laughs> you know what, what uh what did you take away from this week's episode of uh, dark side of the ring
2: i absolutely loved it man um just because like you know they, they tried to to make it like a you know a political thing too during that time right i mean we were, we were young so what kids. Was, what really was this topic just to tell, it.
0: just just in case the listeners don't know what was this week's um episode on it
2: oh uh, it was it was coll- collision collision in korea and it was basically um you know wcw was you know they were still you know the, the baby brother at that time right and they were trying to you know enhance themselves and they wanted to kind of go overseas and they knew someone uh, i i forgot the, the name of the tommy you remember the name of the um and uh the, and Antonio,
1: uh, not what the hell was his name? God,
2: hold on a second. He's he was like, a le- he was mean, a legend in yeah. in, uh, in that time. So b- basically, you know, he kind of kind of linked up with Bischoff, and Bischoff tried to you know recruit some wrestlers uh, to you know to kind of go and try to you know mend the fences with uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling at that time. Um, so they figured, let's try to get something in Korea, right? To you know kind of help out. Um, and Bischoff originally went to Hogan. And Hogan kind of shut him down. So his next best option was Ric Flair. And somehow he got Muhammad Ali on board because Muhammad Ali was all about, you know, trying to mend fences and create peace and unity in the world. So a few of the WCW guys, you know, went over to Japan and then they flew over to Korea. And obviously you all know North Korea is a very communist place and the horror stories of how uncomfortable it was for them. And they couldn't really do anything and how pretty much North Korea was kind of using it as a publicity stunt to really build up the propaganda there. But, um, Moral of the story was the event that they did put on was bigger than any WrestleMania was bigger than really any event ever. It was wild. Mm-hmm. But for the four days that those guys were there, um, pretty fascinating to hear this, how uncomfortable they were, how much they really didn't really enjoy it. And the best part I thought was, you know, them realizing how great we have it here, you know, for, for everyday people to not, there's so many people out there that sometimes don't appreciate where you come from. And when Ric Flair got off the plane and landed when, after they uh, got out of Korea, to kiss the ground in his $3,000 suit and gaiters to appreciate, yeah. you know, it was a pretty wild story and it's definitely worth the watch. I recommend it to anybody yeah. to, uh, to really see what wrestling can do and involving with politics, but also, you know, how life really is for some people and to really appreciate what we have.
0: Like, wait, great. We didn't narrate. That was fantastic, <laughs> man. Like I was literally Thanks, sitting here just like all the nerds just focused, picturing just <laughs> it has to be because I was just picturing like I was just picturing everything you were kind of stating and that was fantastic. Dude. I was trying to well get through done. it quick
2: because I don't want to bore anybody, but it's no, worth the watch. Boring.
0: Are you kidding me now? I got to go watch it. I already have it ready to be watched. I'm definitely going to watch it right after this episode. Um, well done. I agree. Um, absolute good watch. If you're a wrestling fan and you want to know the history and you want to know the behind the scenes stuff that WWE is not putting out there themselves. Dark Side of the Ring has given you some fantastic content. Um
2: it's become my it's favorite show. Tommy, would you agree? What did you say? It's become my favorite show. Would you agree? Oh, it's absolutely. At the top yeah. of the list, man, it's so good. So oh, good. Jersey, yeah. I know you love yeah. it too. Yeah. So
0: it's on Access, right? It's on Access TV on the cable network, and you could probably, I'm sure, find the episodes on YouTube as well. So if you're not watching it, you have to watch it. This stuff is giving you history that you may have never seen, and it's never been presented to you in this manner. So absolute must watch. Um, this week's episode on A and E for the next uh, documentary series is gonna be on Warrior on the Ultimate Warrior. So <sighs> can't wait. He has a tragic story. Um oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> he had
0: a he he came back, he had a come and I, I am so happy to have been on that raw after mania um and saw him in the ring for the first time in my life, because I actually never saw a Warrior live in a in a in a wrestling ring. And I was able to see him after that raw after mania. Unfortunately, he tragically passed later that week. I think it was actually later that evening, but That'll probably definitely be another well-done docu series on Ultimate Warrior. So, um, tune in to A E this week and enjoy it.
2: Funny, funny but, story uh, about Warrior. When, when yeah, right please. at the year before, when WrestleMania was in Jersey, right? For, I think it was twenty-nine. Was that the one with uh, Rock yep. and Cena? Mm-hmm. That's right. Warrior did. He Warrior did a, a signing appearance. I think it was a WrestleCon, and I never got to meet him. But Warrior was my all-time favorite growing up as a kid. I used to wake up every day and make my mom paint my face with her makeup to, like, do the warrior look and everything like that with Hell the wrestling yeah. buddies and everything like that. I was, like, two years old. Um, but when I finally got to meet him, it was, it was it was really wild. It was, like, a full circle moment uh, to shake his hand. And kiss kissed my picture. mom on the forehead. He kissed my mother right. on the forehead. He was such a nice man. Um, and I was glad I got to the opportunity to meet him because it would have been really strange to not be able to meet, like, one of your childhood icons. Because I would never forget, I was very young at the time we went to the, the Coliseum. And I was, like, sleeping. It was late at night. And they did, like, you know, the Saturday Night Live or whatever. And um, Warrior came out. And I was, was sitting ringside. And some guy behind me, I was decked out. I had the armbands, the face painted, everything. The guy put me on his shoulders, and Warrior and me went when he was standing at the turnbuckle right in front of me. We made eye contact, and he was pointing at me, and it was it was pretty wild experience. Like that was dude, what a story, right bro! There. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool.
0: <laughs> that is fantastic. That is an awesome. That was before story. the camera
2: phone, unfortunately, though. So uh, yeah, I don't, hey. I don't have the pictures, but I do I do remember the, the the music hitting, and it was just a wild experience. But you know what, man
0: that 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 image is going to be burned into your mind forever. And sometimes not having the picture, it does suck to not reflect on it. But just always being able to re- reminisce in the moment, like you just did. Just yeah. kind of shows that you you lived in the moment, right? And and sometimes that could even hold higher um in regard to that moment than even just I'm a little
2: vague general. now because it was like th- almost 30 years ago. But I was it was Listen, pretty, you recollected uh, it like it was just yesterday, you
0: know? just now. So that was, was well done. Wild. Definitely your nerd focused. Definitely your nerd focus. <laughs> Um but speaking of wild news this week, AEW is moving to TBS. Ooh, yeah. TBS. So Um, It's moving to TBS the show and there's going to be a one hour show on Friday nights on TNT starting at 10 o'clock on it looks like August 13th is what we got here on the date called um, rampage so boys I don't really know why the move I'm wondering is because there's maybe content on a Wednesday night that they're trying to not have that like that block between 8 and 10 locked up on TNT um, what do you guys think about this move? Is this a good thing? Is it a bad thing? And we're going to be getting to almost three hours of dynamite TV wrestling now.
2: So I'll leave I mean, it up to either it. of you to take Tommy, you want to go first? There you go. That's fine. I think, I mean, I think it's, I mean, obviously it's a great move for them, right? The more channels you could hit, um, you know, the more opportunity you could put content out there can only really benefit you. I mean, clearly there was obviously probably, possibly a roadblock, you know, for that time slot to, to go to a whole nother thing. Um, but any, I guess, any way you can increase uh, revenue and income, uh, I guess that makes always makes sense. And Tony Khan is probably trying to cash in as much as possible, right? I mean, they're they're pretty hot. They have their following, um, and there's no better. You know, you got to try to expand any way necessary. So any any opening you can get to really clear a path for for your viewers is is worth a shot.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, listen, it just happened with NXT, right? The USA network signed a deal, I believe, with hockey, and they're gonna be able to, you know, be able to play and, and promote a lot of those hockey games in that in that Wednesday night slot, which is why is on Tuesdays. Um some people inside the business thing is because they lost the war to AEW. I always said I don't think there was a war because at the end of the day, I felt the shows were so different. You were getting yeah. not the same show. So that's just my two cents. But I'm sure way, basketball
2: has something to do with it, though, right? Sure, too. And TBS does, you know, primetime basketball, and it's a tough slot to spill. I'm not saying basketball is crushing it in the ratings, but people love their pro sports. So
0: they do. They do. That's what this country's made on is professional sports. So um yeah, they're gonna be going to TBS um coming up in January. And then like I said, in August, we're gonna have a one hour show after Friday night SmackDown, which is you know, you go eight to ten on Friday night, and then if you want to go ten to eleven, if you're really feeling yourself, you turn on TNT <laughs> for Rampage. Now they have they have Revolution, right? They have the YouTube shows Revolution. They have Dark. Um, now we have Rampage. Tommy, what do you hmm? think we're trying to accomplish with this one hour on Friday night? Are you think we're are we trying to push the envelope? Are we trying to bring up some some maybe mid cards mid card people that aren't on TV and kind of give them a platform? What do you think the um? What do you think they're gonna try to do with this third hour of TV in a week?
1: I mean, maybe like you said, maybe push the envelope, maybe do some like crazy matches on it, like maybe like something they couldn't fit in on Dynamite on Wednesday type of thing, or maybe like you said, maybe you know showcase some people that can't get in on Dynamite, you know, like oh check out these guys for like you know for an hour or whatever. So who knows? I mean, they gotta start bringing up like you know these. I mean, we're gonna keep getting. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Kenny and all those guys, but you gotta start turning out some new talent down there, so hopefully this is the platform for them to do it that can lead into the next generation and whatnot. Because you know Kenny Omega and those guys—they're not young anymore, but they're no yeah. Kenny's almost forty. He yeah. looks—he yeah. uh, looks fantastic. I mean, not he's not that old. He's 40. in
2: phenomenal shape. Of oh, absolutely. Course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You
1: know what not, I mean, gonna, they're kind of late
2: right? bloomers on the forefront scene. You know what I mean? Exactly.
1: So. Yeah. So maybe this is their chance of like showcasing some new talent. So we'll see what happens with it, but should be exciting. Absolutely. Tommy, yeah, do you I mean, think was-
2: there's any chance that any chance? Uh, sorry, Jers. Uh, do you think oh, there's please. any chance that
1: like, they might they might
2: use that hour to start intertwining some of the other shows that they partnered with too? Maybe you know, because yeah, you can't bro. you can't always yeah. squeeze it all on you know the main yeah. show. You want to showcase yeah. that for your own personal talent, but yeah. to now start into intertwining storylines with some of the areas with for Rampage, I think yeah. would be a pretty interesting thing to do as well.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it can be, I mean, you know, it's unlimited what they can do. The possibilities, so it'd be pretty cool to see. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, we say it
0: every week. Um, you know, the women's division just—they need, need some more time. You know, this week on Dynamite, we got—we got some women's matches, multiple women's matches, right? And mul- multiple women's segments, which is good. Um, there's maybe another platform, right, to put some of your put some of your women on the show. Like you guys just said, start intertwining some of the talent. I can't lie to you. There's so much wrestling every week. I don't really watch um, Dark and Revolution and and these shows. I do try to read the ticker for you know what takes place in terms like when they're on dynamite of who won and who lost, but what a, what a better way to be able to kind of give that extra hour of TV to be able to kind of continue to kind of push more talent and introduce us more to what AEW has to offer. So like we always say, more wrestling is good wrestling, but give us something good to take and we'll enjoy it. Um, Speaking of enjoyment, 25 City live event tour starting July 16th for WWE. We are gonna be getting some live shows, boys. I mean, labor, it's gonna run through Labor Day. I was reading that you're gonna get you're gonna get Money in the Bank Live, you're gonna get RAWs, you're gonna get SmackDown. I was reading before. So I guess you know, I'll take this one to start and then I'll go to you guys. <laughs> I mean, we've been clamoring for fans. It felt so good at WrestleMania this year, oh. even at a, a lower capacity that we had fans that we had organic reactions and we had moments and we had chance that I felt enhanced the match. I mean, dude, the Bobby drew match, I felt put even more on top because of the fans in the stands, the Bianca Belair and um, Sasha Banks championship match, dude, that moment when those two girls were like literally holding back tears and, and the fans were kind of taking over. It just, it, it, it gave you that electricity that we've been missing. So I am over the moon about this. If this is our first foray into bringing the fans back into the stands with this 25 city live tour, let's do it. Right. The vaccines are out. Whether you take them or not, whatever you believe in, for some reason, they're lifting some restrictions because there's some comfortability now back in the world and day to day. So if there's comfortability with them, bring back the fans. Give me that because it will give us better wrestling, which is what we always want. Um, I know we said it before, more wrestling is good. It's good if it's good, not of more wrestling if it's bad. So, you know, I think with the fans, they're going to be trying to put on shows <laughs> and put on moments to try to say, wow, we missed you. You missed us and we're back.
2: I also um, it, gives, it definitely yeah, gives them the thinking? opportunity to definitely, definitely gives them the opportunity to, you know, maybe take some of the fucking shackles off and, and let people go. Right. Now you have a crowd to feed off of. You, you, the crowd is always going to help put people over or not. Right? so you actually have another creative writer in my opinion when you have fans in the stands the crowds dictate you know who they want sometimes who they don't want but at the same time heat is good right and anything that creates us an opportunity to get something different something fresh and not seeing the same thing over and over again I think we should all be for it so oh. and, and of course we want to be there as well one of these days so we'll yeah. get back to get back to really crushing in the audiences and, and keep the link to these alcohol content very low <laughs>
0: Hey, listen, you know, he, he's got, he's got responsibilities. Now this, uh, this boy, he's got to keep his, he's got to keep the alcohol bill low. Cause those, those diaper bills are high. Um, Tommy, listen, I, mm-hmm. I, I know you, I know you love a live crowd who loves a live crowd better than Tommy. You are, you know, it, it brings, it brings it back. So I guess asking you pretty much the same thing. I know I, I said it, Nick said it. I mean, I'm sure you're over the moon about it. Right. I mean, what do you, how do you Absolutely. perceive this is going to be done? I'm sure it'll be in like a limited capacity, but. I'm sure you're happy about it, nonetheless.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, when I saw that when Joseph broke the news to us yesterday, early morning, I was like, thank God, man. I mean, the Thunderdome was very cool when it started, but at this point, we need, I mean, especially after Mania, the crowd, You can see, like you said, the emotion on the wrestler's face. I mean, to go from that back to the Thunderdome kind of sucked, you know what I mean? So now it's definitely time. I mean, all pro sports are back with fans in limited capacity, so why not, why not WWE? So, you know, just... Give us the crowd again. And like we, like I said, when this all started last year, you didn't realize how much the crowd means to a show. It's It was crazy and everything. So yeah, it's just so happy they're back. And you know, hopefully from here on out, it gets better. You know, The capacity, the crowds get bigger and we somewhat get back to something normal. So couldn't be happier.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, I remember pre-Thunderdome. It's hard to remember now when you think about it, but pre-Thunderdome with no one there oh. when you heard every piece. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it was, was tough. it was brutal and if it was brutal for us as fans it must have been like uh, yeah. heart-wrenching well, for, th- for think the the about the pressure wrestlers. for them
2: right because yeah. everything that they yeah. did was now much more enhanced because there was no it. you had no crowd to block things out yep. it must have been a very challenging time
0: dude how do you get hyped up for something oh, and there is man. nothing around you
2: yeah. Yeah, no you got to create your own, when you got to create your own energy and stuff like that it can be it can be tough it can be very yeah. tough
0: not everyone can do it so Um, I'm happy to get fans back. The Thunderdome has been, it's, it's been a blessing, but like Tommy said, you know, going back after WrestleMania back to the Thunderdome, it's like, Oh, like he gave us a little something and then he took it away. So it was a good teaser. Right. It was a good (laughs) teaser. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this tour. I hope it's a good successful tour. And I hope that everyone who goes to the shows and the wrestlers and the production people and everyone is safe. And then we can hopefully continue to kind of go on this trend because I don't want to look back. Right. Mm-hmm. Once you go on this tour, I think the goal is to not look back to those Thunderdome days. If you want to enhance some of the shows and still have some of the Thunderdome with some of the live fans, almost like what they do in NXT. That's fine. But give me something. Yeah, exactly. They're those probably days. not
2: going to put people that close yet, but still, right. You use you use the cameras there, but you, you have the real deal behind that you can see and hear. It would be amazing.
0: For sure. I mean, listen, we've been to millions of events, right? Oh. You know, us as, as fans, there's always those parts where they kind of taper off and mm-hmm. they kind of close off some spots. Maybe to make it feel even more filled and, and look more like a spectacle, put the, the, the LED boards all up there. Yeah. Keep your fans in the bowl area. Separate them, you know, safely, whatever, vaccinated, non-vaccinated, whatever their choice is. Um, and there we go. And I think if you have a little bit of both, I think yeah. it will be great. So just my two cents. Um, but yeah, very excited for that. Um, but hey, listen, let's get into the week of wrestling where right? we had a lot of stuff outside the ring and just kind of talking. And when you have Joey here, just feels easier, right? <laughs> the guy thinks Pressures, he makes the show. Off. We make the show, all right. Without us, there is no show. So um speaking like of the case. Jackson show,
2: one said Jersey, you're this you're the straw that stirs the drink, my friend.
0: You damn right. <laughs> you damn right. Um boys, Kofi Kinks. All right, so let me let me let me back up. Bobby Lashley. Retaining his title from WrestleMania Backlash, um, defeating Braun and Drew, put out an open challenge on Monday Night Raw, right? Not anyone in the locker room but Drew and Braun. So all night they've teased who could it be? They've had background. You had you know segments. Maybe Sheamus. Maybe Priest. Maybe T-Bar. Maybe Mace. Maybe our own Nick. Maybe our own Nikki Noodles. You never know. I was ready. It actually, yeah, you were ready. <laughs> You're always ready. But um, you know who actually ended up being? Kofi Kingston. Now, Kofi wrestled earlier in the night and actually beat Randy Orton. Um, so that was a pretty big win. I mean, it wasn't that clean, clean win, but wins and losses win nonetheless. Um, I guess, Tommy, you know, mm-hmm. Kofi took on Bobby Lashley. There was a little distraction. Kofi ended up getting the win over Bobby. Mm-hmm. So he beat both, you know, Randy Orton and Bobby in the same night. It may a not monster, be monster Jericho did. A monster, did. Night. It's a monster yeah. night. <laughs> yeah, It may not have been Jericho's beating of, of Stone Cold and the Rock <laughs> in the same night. But when you beat Randy and Bobby, you've is done it? something. So I guess yeah. I ask you, is Kofi the new next challenger for Bobby? This came
1: out of nowhere, I thought. I mean, if that's the case, then yeah, definitely out of nowhere. But I mean, it's kind of, I mean... He never got a rematch for his title when he dropped it from Brock, right? I don't think he ever got a rematch for that. So maybe, I think he
0: went he went away, and then he went back yeah, to the yeah. New Day stuff.
1: So, I mean, if this is his way of getting back, I mean, hey, what the hell? I'll, I'll take it. I mean, I don't think he'll win it, but, I mean, just to get, a, like, a match, you know, with the champion is pretty cool. But, yeah, when he came out, at first I thought it was going to be Woods. I'm like, okay, you know, Kofi wrestled in the night, but it's like, no, it's Kofi. I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool, and, you know, he, he did awesome. I mean, you know, the guy... The guy's just been a pro his whole time, WWE and everything. So it's just, just awesome. Good for him.
0: No, I agree. Really good for him. And I think we spoke about it last week, if not maybe a week before, you know, who's next after like mm-hmm. Braun and Drew, right? You had to figure Bobby's going to hold the title. I know we alluded to that. We may see Brock or John Cena in some capacity at SummerSlam. Cause if we're going to get fans back, you can bring the arguably the greatest of all time and Brock Lesnar back for moments, like this, which would be huge moments of getting the crowd back. Because I'll tell you this. If I heard John Cena's music hit, I'm probably going to pop. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, big time. And even with Brock, too. right? We haven't seen him for a while. Yeah. I would and love it, Brock, it, Brock to
2: come back,
1: man.
0: You know what I mean? So it, it would be cool. But until we get there, we have some time to kill. right? We have Hell in a Cell next. And then I think we have Money in the Bank before um, we get to SummerSlam, which is so crazy. We just had WrestleMania. And we're now talking about almost the, the party of the summer, which is the end of summer. So let's slow down for a minute. He, no the year is flying yeah. by. It's going to be
2: June next week, or almost right. So it's like yeah, I got to pay the insane. mortgage oh, soon. I going to pay the mortgage. Oh, I know how that feels. Well, It's going to be late. That's tough. Yeah, it's going to be late because <laughs> Joey's
0: check is going to come late, like it always does. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> um, but all jokes aside, I think Kofi could be a very interesting challenger because he was a former champion. He is a household name. He's a good wrestler, and. He doesn't, he doesn't, I don't feel like he's like ever like feels too small in a big moment, right? Bobby's a big guy, Huge. but I think Kofi could hold his own. So I like the idea of that because I kind of want to see like maybe Cedric or one of these other people kind of challenge Bobby for even like a small little run. So I'm happy that it's Kofi because it's very believable that it's Kofi because he was a former champion. Um, So I'm happy about that. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Besides Kofi, boys, anyone come to mind that you think would be a credible challenger for, for Bobby? Because I, I can't think of one. I think Kofi actually makes too much sense.
2: That I did not even you think about it myself. So I was actually surprised they did. Sure. Uh, I mean, love Kofi. Can't say enough great things about Kofi. But I was kind of hoping they would, you know, especially if they're just going for a, kind of like a uh, a segue kind of moment, I would have been nice to see them like, the you know, uh, the rest of the Hurt Business who got kicked out with Shelton and Cedric to do something. Maybe, you know, kind of join forces to try to take down Bobby for a month or something like that would have been pretty cool, you know, before you start getting towards – building up for whatever is going to happen at SummerSlam. Um, but I'm cool with Kofi because he's a pro and you're going to get a high-quality match every single time.
0: Yeah. I think that would have been a great way, right, to kind of have, like, revenge on Bobby and MVP yeah. to have the two of them yeah. kind of team. But I was hoping for that, right? That's yeah, that roll him up
2: and beat him on a roar or something like that. But, you know, in right. the end, you know, he was come out on top as champion, but still could have been pretty cool because those guys could use the push. There's yeah, because they, as they, they went too. from being up here to then, yeah, and, you know, sure.
0: to, to not. And now they're, like, pretty much – they lost to the Viking Raiders. They've lost to each other. It's just been – it's been a hot mess. Yeah,
2: it's, it's been, it's been um,
0: tough, yeah. Yeah. Tommy, I don't know about for you, man, if anyone comes to mind, you know, you got to figure Drew and Braun are going to be out of the title picture for a little bit of time. I know you can't keep them both out of it for a long period of time, but we see Kofi's here now. But anyone else that you thought could have stepped up possibly? Or you think Kofi is, is, couldn't be the better choice?
1: I mean, I think Kofi's the best choice right now. But, I mean, if he wasn't doing his thing with – what's his name? Riddle. I thought maybe Orton getting get another shot at it, you know? Right. That would well, cool, you know but now he's doing his thing which is you know excuse me i'm loving what he's doing with uh brittle man the whole rk bro thing is just working so good between the two of them so but if he wasn't involved with that i think it might have been orton but you know kofi definitely good choice right now All
2: All right. Riddle getting good that sir. getting
1: that randy orton
2: uh edge to him now Kind it was yeah. pretty interesting yeah. to see you the other day so that'd be pretty cool uh-huh.
0: yeah I, I love when Riddle was singing along with Randy's theme song and he was doing the, he was doing the arms up in the background thing. It was very funny. I enjoy that stuff, man. I think Riddle's yeah, a good dude. Funny, I know that yeah, he sometimes sure. gets a lot of heat in the locker room for probably being how he is. And I'm sure how he is on screen versus how he is with the boys and then the girls in the back. is probably very different, but I know he seemed like a really cool dude though, but we'll see. But yeah, RK bro all day, baby. Um, NXT and new. North American champion. I don't think I would ever say it. I know, Nick, this hurts you because you are a Johnny Gargano lifer.
1: You are the way. You You
0: are part of the way. And, Nick, (laughs) I know it's virtual, but I'm going to put my hand up. Don't look. (laughs) There we go. There we go. Um, Bronson Reed, after 14 years, uh, he won his first championship in a very exciting steel cage match. Um, Tommy, I'll start with you, man. You know, I know Bronson – I know Joey loves Bronson, and you're his brother-in-law. So, you know, I guess do your best jo- – what you think Joey would say, and also what you would say. Bronson Reed is our new North American champion. How do you feel about that?
1: Oh, no. it's all, I mean, awesome. I mean, the match itself, I mean, you knew they were going to put on a great match. I mean, they did have a good match, I think, what, like a month or so, or whatever it was, you, you know, when they had a match, which was good, and obviously Johnny retained. But, I mean, they had a steel cage in there. Oh, man, just so good. I mean, the moves – Johnny was pulling off in that. I mean, when he did the freaking – they're on top of the ropes, and he did, like, the sunset flip into, like, powerbomb. Oh, my God. It was so freaking good. So good. And, you know, Bronson got some pretty cool – I mean, he did the – obviously, the splash off the top rope to win it and everything. But, I mean, just so good. And then he had, you know, Mr. Austin Theory on the in, on the outside there, you know, doing, you know, crazy, <laughs> things to help, you know, Johnny out, which was just awesome. So, no, I mean, awesome match. Definitely a five-star match on NXT that – for that belt, man. That's just so good that match. So, and good for Reed, man. Like you said, 14 years, first championship. So, it was, and it was pretty cool. His wife was there and they had like the fireworks going off at the end. So good for him. Hope he is. Yeah, what a pyro. What a moment. I love yeah. that. And I love that, that NXT uses like the, the,
0: that, that screen in the stands where they have the fans and they put <laughs> yeah. and new in the back. Like it's such like, a great moment to be able to capture that. And, you know, it like you just alluded to Tommy, it's, it's an NXT show. It's not a, it's not a, you know, a takeover show, but it, it felt so important, right. With the, with the pyro, with the presentation, you know, with the steel cage, with the moment, like it felt big and important. And I love that, that they were able to give us that. So um, to put my two cents in, you know, I love Johnny. I have for a long time, the stuff that he's doing with the way, dude, this guy literally has me cracking up. I pray for segments of the way. when I see them, I I love it because what the four of them are doing and what, especially what Johnny's doing is fantastic. Um, it made a lot of sense, right? Johnny's at a point now where it's, it's crazy to say this and Nick, you may disagree. So I can't wait to hear what you have to say. He doesn't necessarily need the North American championship to be perceived at where he's at. He can be this person. He's, he's always,
2: a, he's always a threat no matter what happens with Johnny. Right. Around.
0: So that's, that's all that matters. Exactly. And, and I think he's, his he's now big enough for just moments. Does it, doesn't need just titles. And like Nick said, he can be a threat anytime, any place, anywhere. And I'm okay with it. And I think for Bronson, it's a good payoff because at the end of the day you have to have these moments. You have to continue to build more stars. And I think Bronson has all the potential in the world. Um, I know I should Joey about certain things, but he's also a career killer. You know, him and Randy Orton, <laughs> if you look at Randy Orton and Joey's career and their resumes, <laughs> Pretty they up. might've killed, they might've killed the same amount of careers, the two of them. Um, so you Know good for Bronson, happy for the guy. This is not the last you've seen of Johnny doing some good stuff, you know that for sure. Um, but Nick, beating, beating I mean, Johnny
2: now, beating Johnny Gargano is something very important now, you know what I mean? Like it's a it's like winning a championship in a way, right? But beating him for a title is even more impressive, you know what I mean? So, pretty damn you. cool, yep.
0: I'm with you. So, I like you just said before, you know, john is not necessarily need a title, he's always a threat you okay with this, this, uh this finish? You're okay with Bronson taking the
2: title? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, like I said, I would love to uh, Johnny, you know, to do it, but I think there's going to be some different stuff. They're going to try to do with the way, because it seems like they could be on the skirts. So that's going to be entertaining for a while. And it's nice for someone to get their a life culmination, 14 years in the game. Seems like he's had a lot of ups and downs through, through his journey. And, you know, anytime something like that happens, I'm all for it. I love that stuff. You know, people get their due when, you know, they've earned that. So uh, yeah, it was it was pretty damn cool. The finish was great. I mean, Johnny, anytime you get in the ring with Johnny Gargano. I mean the match is always going to be elevated, you know, what his abilities to do whatever is just remarkable. Um and yeah, and I'm excited for what's going to happen with Candace and in Indy cuz I'm am I'm a big Indy guy now, so. Oh, Indy. I bet you are.
0: <laughs> I bet you are. I mean, listen, I bet you wanted to be in a uh, in Dexter Loomis's spot this week when she was getting a massage. <laughs>
2: you have no idea. That's the only way I wanted <laughs> to go.
0: <laughs> Dude, that moment was great, man, when when she when when um First of all, it was actually really cool. I, and this is, um, I guess, a cool little plug. So, that the one massage therapist or whatever masseuse, or whatever you want to call her, that was the, the female one talking to Candice LeRae, was actually from Titan Games, oh, the Rocks nice. TV show, because she got signed from Titan Games and is actually now in developmental with WWE, which is pretty cool. That's so, awesome. I noticed, That's cool I noticed, I was like, oh, she's from the Titan Games, so that girl that she was talking to. So, long story short, is um, in that funny segment that we're just kind of talking about, Indy and Candace were getting their massages because, hey, they're champions and they need to be treated like champions. That's what you do. And then, you know, <laughs> Candace's credit card got declined due to an unpaid flower bill. And she was nervous that Indy was going to take it as, oh, crap, you know, they're trying to turn me against Dexter. But she took it as that those flowers weren't from Dexter and that she still loves him. So that he still loves her. So, funny. so it's so funny. Very funny stuff. <laughs> Love these segments. It's always good to have like a little comedy segment. They do a very good job with it. So um, awesome moment. Congrats. I got a, a question for you guys. <laughs> oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah. 100%. How do you guys feel about, um, you know, NXT for a while now, they've been doing, you know, a decent amount of title changes and happening not as just pay-per-views during the week on Wednesday nights. Um, you guys like it? Don't like it? How do you feel about it?
1: Um, I mean, I, I don't mind it too much because we know how good NXT is. You know, we know the, they'll do the right thing in the end of the day. So, I mean, I don't think they'll just do a title change just for the sake of it. You know what I mean? I yeah, for sure. They'll have to have the story behind it, but I don't mind if they, I mean, you kind of figured it was going to happen. at still cage match. This was like a second, a third match against. Yeah. Oregon. Second attempt at it. Right. Right. Yeah. So you kind of figure like, as long as the story dictates it, I, I don't mind it too much.
0: Yeah. And I piggyback off of Tommy. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. I'm happy that it doesn't have to just be on a takeover because then it makes watching nxt weekly not only just good because the wrestling is good right making it you must watch it because you it's watch it
2: every time right right
0: 100 and and like tommy said you know as long as the storyline dictates it right we're not just flipping titles for the fun of it we're doing it for to sure. enhance certain things you don't nick long enough i'm all about Absolutely. pushing the storyline forward so sometimes you need the title change to happen sometimes you don't but i think with the women's titles that changed hands when they did and i think when the nxt north american titles changed hands when it did
2: I think it made a lot of sense for both those moments. So great question. It's, it's just, it's just really awesome to me because like, you know, it seems like in NXT guys really don't hold the titles really that long. for the exception of Adam Cole, like the turnover with belts is pretty good, but it seems like every time they make that turnover and they crown a new champion, it's it, you are never against it. It's always done so perfectly and the right time, every time they tell the story. And I think that's the testament to just everything that they do and why it's the, the pinnacle of wrestling shows. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Whoa. I just, yeah,
0: I was just—I was going to get—I was going to say one more <laughs> thing before we got into the pinnacle because I wanted to say, why don't you name that Tony Storm finisher?
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, I was—I was in a lead
0: into that before I got into AEW, but you dropped the pinnacle, so we'll have to do a quick. But Tony Storm, one of am going to, to was Tony Storm took on Zoe Stark, and this is now their second match, and Tony won, so now the series is at one-one. The first loss that that Tony took was at the pre-show for Takeover, so she hit this finisher. Phenomenal I've never seen it so done good. before. It was fantastic. So my segment was going to be called Name That Finisher. So
2: that before finisher. we get to
0: the pinnacle, Nick, since you since you're you since you want to drop the pinnacle line, name that Oof. finisher. If her first finisher oh, man, was man, called that's Storm tough, zero, man. what do you call this one?
2: Uh perfect storm would be pretty cool. Um Ooh, something along those lines would be all right because I mean that's something you know her swinging around could be like a tough wind and then the final drop and destroying everything in his path would be pretty cool. I like um, that. But what an awesome in, innovative move, yeah. uh, move, because I mean, in an era of wrestling, right? So many things have been done before and it's hard to be creative in, in different in different ways and come up with something on your own. But to to really find something unique that we haven't seen before at this stage of the game is really, really impressive, especially something yeah. that involves a pretty good amount of movement. You know, she's she's a very strong woman, obviously. So, you know, she's able to do it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I was pretty wild to see. I, I got jacked up when I saw it because I, I was like, oh, did she drop her? And then when you really watch it, it was like, holy shit. That was very impressive.
0: That hip toss into the spinning DDT, oh, man. The Wild. perfect storm. Perfectly executed. I like that. The perfect storm. That's how I'm going to refer to it as. And if they take, if they bite that <laughs> off of this, you, yeah. at least you know that either yeah. A, they're listening, or B, they're geniuses.
2: Hopefully, that's I'll a get one. a little Tony time for that one. Hi, Tony. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, Tommy, that's a pretty good one. I don't know, do you have anything to top the perfect storm? That's a pretty good I one.
1: I mean, yeah, that's I – mean, I don't know if I can top but maybe like the Tony driver or something. I don't know. Something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: No, I love it. I love it. I love the thought. Um, Really cool move. NXT was great this week. Um, Next week we have Balor cross two for the NXT championships. So that's going to be a, probably a hard hitting affair. Oh, yeah. Very much forward to that. Um, And we get Bobby fish back as well. So NXT was good this week. NXT is going to be good next week. NXT is good every week. So watch NXT. It's great. But as Nick alluded to before the pinnacle, right? We, without NXT, we need AEW. That's how we kind of get through our week. Those are the two best wrestling shows of the week. So, you know, AEW this week was there was a lot going on, right? They're leading up to their big pay per view of Double or Nothing, so you know we have one more do- one more go home dynamite before um, Double or Nothing. But we had a couple big moments on the show, right? And Nick alluded to it before. He said the Pinnacle, the Pinnacle challenged the Inner Circle to a Stadium Stampede match. That this would be the second ever. Um, the Inner Circle did accept. So Nick, since you dropped the pinnacle, just to make sure you know that the stipulation is if the pinnacle wins, the inner circle breaks up for good. So Oof. with that being said, blood and guts, so the pinnacle reigns supreme. Stadium stampede, is the inner circle going to get their, their due? Because they lost the first time to the elite
2: yes, last it is. year. I would I would think so. I, think, I don't think this is completely over yet. But if they did go the other way and the pinnacle went over again, I wouldn't be opposed to it either because I would like to see – you know, some of those guys get more of a singles run, right? Sammy, Sammy's due to, you know, he's, he's very skillful to start doing his own thing. I would love to see Jericho get back in the, the title picture per se. Um, but I just, I think it would be really challenging to to not put this thing to go over one more time with the inner circle going over and then, you know, have one more big to do where obviously I would think the pinnacle would go over. Yeah. In the final yeah, I'm with, run.
0: I'm with you, man. I, I think that this is not going to be the end of this feud um we spoke about it for several weeks on the show that it's going to take us through the summer and i still feel that way that it's going to take us yes. through the summer i know it's very early technically it's not even summer yet because i think june 22nd is really the first day of summer but it's warm weather here in new york and it's very warm weather in jacksonville yes, it um is. but I'm, I'm with you i think that this is going to be um the inner circle is going to take this one and it's going to be a good one right because i actually had a really good time at the first day in stampede Hell yeah. i mean Dude, there was a lot of moments that just stuck out. There's a lot of crazy moments and silly moments, but that's what (laughs) wrestling is at. Sometimes there, it it is silly, but, um, like Nick alluded to, I think that there's going to be still more to the story. I think we will see the pinnacle ultimately be the winners. Maybe not at, not at all or uh, double or nothing, but in the future, um, Tommy, I mean, Mm. Britt Baker Mm. looks like rebel took on cheetah. Sheeta mm-hmm. won. We figured that. Britt Baker, Sheeta coming up. Do you think it's going to be a year to the, to the for the anniversary of Sheeta's win of the championship at Double or Nothing? So with Britt Baker taking her on, do you think uh, Sheeta's reign is going to be over soon? What do you think of this?
1: I mean, it better be because how hot Dr. Britt Baker's been this last few months, you oh. know, especially after that match she had with uh, Thunder Rosa. how she, I think she's probably the most popular wrestler. In AEW right now, if they don't hot in every way, Tommy hot hey, in guys. every way imaginable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, if they don't give her the belt there, man, and that's a huge, huge mistake. I mean, I mean, like I said, I'll be so disappointed in this in this event if they don't do that. I mean, I mean, I, I can't say anymore. They just got to give it to her. I mean, just, it'd be the culmination of everything for her.
0: Yeah, no, I think okay. so. I mean it's 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 going to be like the perfect moment the storyline wrote itself and i think it's the right time to transition that title over to shoot it but we'll get into our predictions next week of course but just because it was a segment and it is leading up into it and Brit Baker couldn't be any hotter than she is right now on the scene and in person, right, Nick? Right? Yeah. You made oh, your dental appointment. When,
2: when, when okay. I meet Dr. Britt Baker, I will bring my own rubber glove, and I'm asking for the lockjaw, to be honest. Oh.
0: <laughs> good. So you're going to cancel your dentist appointment that you have coming up in July and make sure you get it. Make sure she's going to be uh, your. I I had to
2: drive to Florida for for a cleaning from Dr. Britt Baker. I would do it.
0: <laughs> uh, too funny. Too funny. Um, I I, I I'd be hard pressed not to bring up the moment the acclaimed took on Moxley and Kingston. And yeah. there was actually a pretty good rap in the beginning to lead <laughs> into it. Um, you know, I, I, he may not be the doctor of Thugonomics, but he definitely hit a couple lines that were stingers, and I thought actually were pretty good. Um, you know, taking a shot at Eddie for dressing as 2004 and looked like a box of new uh, Marlboros or whatever, Newport's. <laughs> And then talking about being on Renee's pod, well, actually talking about having oral sessions with Renee, but really it's like, hey, we just want to be on your podcast, Tommy. So, I mean, when <laughs> when that moment dropped, we know Joey popped because he hit it, he hit us with it right away. Yeah, um, Joey, like I guess. Um, it. <laughs> I guess for you, what did you what did you think of that? I, I seem like their raps are getting you know they're they're pretty good actually. I know I wasn't in, in a fan in right season, away, but I'm for sure <laughs> I'm actually enjoying them a little bit more than I was in the beginning. So I want to maybe take back what I said. I feel a little bit.
1: Yeah, no, that was that was a pretty cool one. when the whole crowd was like, oh, and then the other dudes like, hey, we just want to be on a podcast. That's all. You know, but they did go with that. It's probably the best one they've done so far.
0: Yeah, that was really good. Well done. Well, well done. Um you know, so you know, AEW, AEW this week was good, dynamite was good. We're not gonna get into every moment, but um, you know, obviously the acceptance of the spring stampede uh, this the stadium stampede match was great. Um you know, leading up to um, all or nothing. I mean, the card is, I mean, double or nothing it's, it's packed. Like we're not going to get into every match because We're going to do that next week, but dude, every match, is
2: a lot is of matches on the card, a lot of, matches, a lot on of matches
0: on that card, triple threat for the championship. I mean, we just spoke about the, you know, Britt Baker and Sheeta. you know, we have the young bugs taking on Moxley and Kingston. There's just so much going on. So I'm very excited for that. I can't wait to, you know, get into that with next week with Joey. I know he's going to have a lot to say. So, We'll leave it right there. Um, you know, ending, ending the week of wrestling with SmackDown, you know, so-so show, but nice moment at the end to finish. Aleister Black was on our TV. All these lead-up moments, he wasn't there for a long time. He had a lot of these big vignettes in the background um, in in some segments. Finally on, finally on TV, cost his Big E the championship. Looks like he's going to have a few with Big E. You know the wrestling is going to be good. We know what the two of them can do. Uh, Nick, I, I know that obviously Alistair Black may not be your guy, but I know you like big moments, and big segments. So I want to ask oh, yeah. you what great way to insert himself
2: or, do Absolutely. You, or could you have thought yeah, of something better? You got to make a statement. Uh, okay. I, I'm, I mean, I guess they could have went better, right? I mean, you could, I guess you could, I mean, but again, you're not going to put him against Roman, right? I mean, he's got to still establish himself and his new character and in, in his new, his new attitude. Um, I, I mean never questioned his ability his in-ring work is tremendous right and he's just never really given a full-fledged opportunity hopefully now is his time uh i look forward to it and see where they go with it but he's got tons of potential and you know they, they could use a definitely another megastar um because you know roman is running the world right now so to be able to you know fill some voids here it'd be nice to see alistair get his due and going after big e is pretty credible right out the gate
0: yeah i mean i that's a good one like you said it's it's hard, right, because you you don't want to put him up against Roman. And you don't want him to kind of lose his luster of being, feeling this Absolutely. important. So he's got, a, he's a got way to make
2: himself important.
0: Yeah, so I think Big E is a great, great opponent. And I'm, I'm sure even awesome. after Big E, there's even other great people you can kind of put him up against. So I guess, Tommy, just to give you, because I know you're an Alistair Black fan, give you the same question. Um, you're happy with the insertion of him and Big E being his first feud back?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, okay. I mean, you think about it, Big E is probably the biggest baby face now that, you know, uh, Daniel Bryan's gone. I mean, maybe Cesaro could be that. But for now, it's definitely Big E. So especially after all those, those uh, vignettes he's been doing, you know, I mean, each week got more threatening, especially last night. It was crazy. Like, it looks like he's turning to a dragon or something. So like, OK, he's going to be this big heel when he comes back. So the go after him, now was definitely very cool. And it, like, he had like two different color eyes now, which is pretty cool. I don't know if you guys noticed that. I didn't catch that. Oh, I got to rewatch that second. You, went, you
2: went a little Marilyn Manson on us? It kind of looked like that. I mean, when he Black <laughs> cool.
1: Mask, was freaking. I mean, he still uh, one so awesome. of the
2: best finishers in the game, dude. Yeah. When he hits dude, that he, clean he, flush, bro, devastating. Yeah, so it's gonna be
0: Absolutely to devastating. Yeah. Um, boys, I mean, we spoke about a lot, we covered a lot. That's what we wanted to bring to you this week in wrestling with us. But, you know, we can't end the show without our MVPs of the week. So I know that Joey likes to, you know, give Nick a hard time with always telling him to go first. So I'll do the opposite. Nick, you can go last. All right. Thank you. This way I give it, give you a minute to think about, you know, who your MVP of the week is. But um, I'm going to go first. And this might take Tommy's. But you know what? Tommy's a smart man. I know he can come up with another one. My MVP of the week is Bronson Reed. I think when you you're in the game for 14 years. And you do your thing on all avenues, on all indie promotions, any promotion, whatever, whatever you are. And the fact that you can kind of come to NXT, arguably the best wrestling show that there is, and win that title against Johnny Gargano in a steel cage on TV is such a culminating moment. And you celebrate with your wife in the ring with the pyro, with everything. Um, you're my MVP of the week, man. I, I, I how could it not be? So Bronson Reed, you're my MVP of the week. Tommy. I hope I didn't take yours. I have I have one that I think you would actually have, but let's see what you he think. did, but
1: it's all right. I got another one. <laughs> go <laughs> Tommy's ahead. got backups to backups. Man. No, I knew yeah. he's got a backup. I, I think I see where he's gonna go with this one. <laughs> I want to go with the guy we just mentioned, Alistair Black. There we it's go. Right. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. I figured if I'm
0: gonna go Bronson, he's gonna go Alistair. That's why that's why I was confident. <laughs> Absolutely, Alistair Black. I mean, what what a what a what a re-debut again. Great to see you. Hope to see you around for a long time. This guy's Forget about the amount of potential. He should have been here the whole time. So don't get it wrong this time again, WWE. Yeah, please don't. Uh, Nick, I don't know if you're ready. I'm you ready. ready for your MVP. You I'm ready? ready. Hit us with it. I got
2: two MVPs. Oh, hey-o. hey yo.
1: Hey.
2: Ray Mysterio and Dom Mysterio hey. oh. taking the tag team <laughs> titles. Hey. Uh, that To me, that was a, you know, for them, I'm sure, a personally amazing moment. And, you know, for anyone, you know – I was speaking at least for us three. We don't have kids yet, but I mean, to be able to do something special like that, and you know, pass the torch and 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 go through that journey together, uh, it's got to be the most one of the most amazing feelings in the world for a father son duo to to do that, right? I mean, it's almost as cool as uh, Ken Griffey Jr. and and Ken Griffey Senior going back to back, uh, you know, all those years ago. So uh, yeah, I, I look forward to. You know our days. You know when we get to share special moments like that with our kids. Maybe on maybe not on that level, but still pretty damn wild. So that's all. Awesome.
0: It'll be on, it'll be on the softball field, right? You'll be throwing from third base. Well, probably at that time, if you're, oh, old, you're probably more on, you on second base.
2: I don't know yeah. about that. I just I still don't know where it's going. Sometimes that's really what it is. I hope he's got a good glove.
0: <laughs> well, listen, we'll, we'll, you know if it's if it's a Gallioto, let's we'll just hope that has Louis Louis jeans. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, please. Well played. No, I, I could. That's, that's a good one. Right. Dom and Ray. I mean, that's just that father son moment that you always dream of, of celebrating with your kid on a big stage in a big moment. And they were able to do it. Um, whether we saw it coming or not, I think it was well worth it. So awesome for them. Great MVPs this week. Boys, this is episode 56 of the Wrestling Journal podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz. And just to kind of give it to everyone again, you can find us on Twitter at WrestleBuzz with three Z's, on Instagram at WrestleBuzz, on TikTok at WrestleBuzz, where do you want to listen to us. Apple Podcasts, Twit, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, anywhere there is a podcast that you can listen to, that's where we are. And if you want to, you know, you want to drink with us, and now I'm not saying Steve Weiser's, but if you want to drink the think drink with us, um, you know, uh drink nerd focus with us. You know, it's a great drink. It's that think drink, it's that energy drink that you need to get you through your day. And like I said, you love dojicoin you love think drink, why not do both, right? Okay. Order Nerd Focus using the promo code COIN to get put into a raffle to win 500 Doji Coins, right? Um, Order two or more, get free shipping. And listen, when that promotion's over, no big deal because we always give you 20% here at WrestleBuzz at the Wrestling Journal Podcast with using the code ND20. So don't ever forget that we always look out for you as you look out for us. Boys, Everybody's got a price
2: for the $1,000 man. Everyone's got a price
0: for the $1,000 man. Uh, Well said. Um, As Joey would say, drink Robitussin. Stay safe. Drink Nerd Focus. Watch Pro Wrestling. Until next week, boys.